Hi everyone and welcome to American-ish. I'm going to be doing this episode on my own because it's something very personal to me. So over the last five years, I've lost about 45 pounds, which is a lot of weight. I went from a larger size to a smaller size and a lot of it was in a way that, you know, was healthy and easy and fun, but a lot of it was because of health reasons. So I want to talk about PCOS and type 2 diabetes, which no one really talks about. So I grew up in a community where body image was really important, especially for women and girls. It felt like everyone was skinny around me and I always wanted to be skinny. And growing up, I always went on these crazy crash diets. I did a juice cleanse for 13 days where I'd cleanse in the daytime and at night I would only eat vegetables. Um, Of course, we all know crash diets don't work, restriction diets don't work. And um, I always fluctuated up and down with my weight. Um, In college, I went through some really stressful times. You can check out episode two of season one if you want to know more. Sorry, episode three of season one. But um, when I was so stressed, I would stress eat. I would eat a ton, a ton of food, specifically cheese and fatty foods. And I found myself gaining a lot of weight. After a while, I stopped menstruating for a couple of months and I went to a doctor who saw my insulin levels were off the charts. Um, They did a couple of ultrasounds and they saw I had PCOS, which is polycystic ovary syndrome. When you have PCOS, your periods are extremely painful. They're sporadic. You're not regular. And um, it could have a higher cause of type 2 diabetes. About half of the women who have PCOS in the United States develop type 2 diabetes by the time that they're 40, according to the CDC. Um, Because of the way that type 2 diabetes and PCOS function with each other, our bodies don't process insulin the way that they should. The way it was explained to me was that there's an issue with my insulin receptors. So when my body makes insulin, not all of it gets used up and the extra insulin is balling up into cysts in my ovaries, which are causing all of these problems. So in 2018, when I started going through my health, health issues, I went to a doctor And they told me that the solution was medication and to change my lifestyle entirely. So I did. They put me on metformin, which is diabetic medication. Um, I had crossed over the line from pre-diabetic to type 2 diabetic. And um, the medicine, number one, made me very nauseous. Uh, But number two, I had to change my lifestyle and diet. I was primarily eating vegetables and I was eating proteins. I was staying away from fatty foods. I was staying away from carbohydrates. Of course, I was having, you know, a healthy amount of each. But for the most part, um, I also started exercising. I went to a wellness center in South Carolina where I spent two weeks really understanding myself, my body, the way that I process food, my relationship with food, and why I used food to stress eat. Um, That put me on the path to uh, losing a healthy amount of weight. And I got back to a healthy weight. I started, you know, getting back on track. Everything was back the way that it should have been for a couple of years. And about during COVID, about a year and a half ago, I again started having issues, even though I was at the healthy weight that my doctor told me to be at. Again, we checked my insulin levels and again, they were high. So the way that type two diabetes works is that it can never be cured. You can be in remission right? Um, With type 2 diabetes, you can cross back through the threshold from diabetic to pre-diabetic. But unfortunately, at least for me, I'll continue to be insulin resistant, which means my body again will never, you know, uh, process insulin the way that it should. So after speaking to my doctors, they wanted to raise my metformin dose to three pills a day, which means I'd be taking 21 pills in a week. 
And, um, you know, at 25 years old, that's, that's not really something I wanted. It's something that felt like it was too much for me. So I spoke to my doctor about other options and he recommended Ozempic, which is a once a week injection. Ozempic, I'll tell you straight up, made me lose a lot of weight, but I would not wish it on anyone. It made me extremely nauseous. There were days where I would drink a coconut water and I couldn't even finish it. I would drink about half a coconut water and that would be my meal for the day. I was in Miami. I was with my family. I was with my aunt. And, you know, we'd be walking. And at one point, I would just feel like I'd start to faint. And she would ask me what I ate that day. And I'd say, well, I had some coconut water in the morning. And they would try to feed me. And I just, I couldn't. And it's crazy going from binge eating and having this horrible relationship to food where it's the only thing that brought me comfort to suddenly not even being able to keep a meal down. Um, So I spoke to my doctor about adjusting that dosage too. So I do post before and after photos, um, but it's not like, you know, I just woke up one morning and said, let me be healthy, right? I had to have that push, which was very unfortunate. I have to have, I had that medical issue and through the medical issues, I realized that I had to get back to a healthy weight. Now, of course, um, there's a lot of issues in our society at large when it comes to fat phobia, when it comes to body issues, when it comes to body standards, beauty standards, Um, But I will say as someone who now is 45 pounds down and who's now keeping her body healthy the way that it it should function, I wish that I didn't cross that threshold in the first place because once you cross the threshold from pre-diabetes to diabetes, the health problems travel with you everywhere you go. So to anyone who's struggling with PCOS, to anyone with type 2 diabetes, you're not by yourself. Um, it's time that we also start talking about these things. It shouldn't be embarrassing. It shouldn't be one of those things that are stigmatized. And we should be proud of the journey that we went through. But I fully recognize that um, had it not been for my health issues, I don't know if I'd be where I am today. So I want to thank my, le- my medical team at NYU Langone. They've been wonderful. And um, yeah, uh, on that note, thank you for listening to Americanish.